You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm Casey. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Bonus podcast. We had Bryce Butler on The Hang this week, and we decided to post it for you for a bonus Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. You can hear Brandon in the background yelling things to Bryce because they're friends, because Brandon has all these uh, secret famous friends he doesn't want to share with anybody. But uh, yeah, this is Bryce from The Hang this week. Enjoy. Welcome to The Hang. Enjoy Taylor. We're joined by Bryce Butler, and it's Burger's birthday today. Yay! Burger is Burger. Producer. Happy birthday, Burger. Uh, hi, Burger. Happy birthday. What birthday is it? Ooh. You Pressure. Keep quiet? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why not? Don't ask a female their age. Oh, stop. Okay. Uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us, Bryce. Burger, uh, I don't like the fact that you didn't answer that question. We'll find out later. That's a tease. We'll, get, we'll let you know <laughs> at the end of, end of the hang how old Burger is. Um, so you had, a, you had a good season this year. Uh, you guys didn't make the playoffs, unfortunately. Yeah. Although uh, I knew you were just talking to Skip downstairs. Skip was Skip was really convinced that you guys were going to make it there. But what was your biggest takeaway from uh, your offensive struggles this season? Um, there was a lot of different moving pieces that happened. Uh, I would say the biggest was teams taking certain things away. Cole Beasley caught seventy plus balls, two thousand sixteen, and. <clears throat> Teams were basically saying, look, y'all aren't going to beat us with Cole this year. We're just going to make y'all throw the ball on the outside. Um, something that the Dallas Cowboy team hasn't done in a while. Like Dallas, we are run the ball, get the ball to the receivers in the middle of the field, and then throw the ball on the outside for the big play, not outside in. And uh, I think teams established that that's what they wanted us to do to beat them. Um, and really, it stifled us. Because um, we didn't really, I don't feel like we made the proper adjustment to do that, or to beat teams when they're giving us that to make it to make them go to outside so we can go back to where we wanted to go. And I honestly think that's just what our problem was all year. Um, when teams saw that, we didn't really know how to handle that. Uh, every team had like the same game plan. So you talked a little bit about this on Undisputed, but your role with the offense this year, you felt like it could have been more. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Dez is obviously the number one receiver yeah. on your team, but do you feel like that's because he makes number one receiver money or because he still is that guy? I think it's be- uh, for the most part, speaking on this season, it's because of what he's done with the- for the team in the past, um, and obviously he's making a lot of money. Um, so, you know, you got an owner like Jerry, whatever. Um, he's been with Dez longer than he's been with me, uh, and... Like I said on the show, like Dez has made plays. He's done everything in his career to make the money that he's made. He's the I think he has the most reception touchdowns in Dallas Cowboy history. Um, you know, he has a lot of records. So he des- he's deserving on a lot of the things. But when it is in this NFL, in this business, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, what have you done for me lately type deal. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, once like production dwindles. Either you have to change roles or you might have to find somebody to put in that role. And I felt like, um, not saying that 
I had to be in his spot. I felt like I could have had way more opportunities. Um, Why didn't you get more opportunities? I, I don't know. Um, it's really, I have a thought of what I, why I think, um, because of how things are ran in that organization. And what is that thought? Um, it's more so, it's basically, there's things that, that happen up top that won't allow things to happen down here for whatever reasons that they have up So there. Jerry said throw it to Des. For a better lack of word, yeah, probably, most likely. I mean, that type of stuff happens. It's not a secret. Right. Um, maybe not, like, in that specific sense, but he can make sure his guys are on the field or he wants to make sure his guys are happy. So Zeke obviously missed a, a big chunk of the season, and that affected your offense a lot, and there was a lot on Dak. Do you feel like Dak was kind of unfairly uh, judged? And, and how, how did that really, like, affect you guys in the locker room? Zeke being in and then him being out and the the Zeke the Zeke in and out thing was interesting the first few weeks because it was like he might play this game right. he might not we didn't know or he was suspended so we didn't see him like the first few days out the week and then he, you know it was absolved or whatever and then he was there on Wednesday um, that was interesting but he he was cool with it like he didn't he wasn't like coming in mad and like, oh man, F this. You know, he was like, you know, he, he spoke to us and was like, this is what it is and this is what it's gonna be. And, you know, if y'all got my back, you know, I'll be in here and I'll do my job and I'm here. Um, and that's what he did. You know, he handled it well for, you know, being a young kid like he is, I think 22, um, going through that stuff. Like, I was shocked that he handled it that well. You know, when I, when I was 22 going through that, like, I don't know if I'm playing and I don't know what actually happened in that scenario, but. You know, if I'm like, I didn't do nothing, you know, I would have been really up and down emotionally. Um, but yeah, he, he left. Uh, he got suspended uh, six weeks in the middle of the season, smack dab in the middle of the season. Um, the, the thing that affected us in the locker room with that was we were upset because we didn't feel like we needed to take a step back when he left. And we were taking a step back and we felt like from the player standpoint, we felt like whatever above us was happening, coaching or organizationally, um, we felt that they were trying to position it to where we don't have Zeke, so we're not going to run the offense the same, and it's just going to be because Zeke is not there. Right. And my point, my specific instance is the fact that we had Alfred Morris, an all-pro running back, right. on our roster, backing up, you know, Zeke. So... You know, the first few games, he was carrying the ball, you know, five yards per carry. We were running the ball well, but he was only getting, like, 11 carries a game. And our thing was, if that was Zeke, you're not handling the ball 11 times. He's getting 27, 30, maybe 35 carries or touches in the game. But y'all don't want to give it to him that many times. And then we're losing, and then y'all are making it seem like, you know, it's Dak or, oh, Zeke is not here. Like, we, as players, we really felt like, with how the media was pushing, like Zeke is going, you know, can Dak do it without him? We felt like organizationally, from the player standpoint, we felt like organizationally, that's what kind of they wanted to do because, you know, Jerry was upset with Goodell and kicking Zeke out and he was going to basically make it seem like that was really the reason why we were losing and we didn't mm. feel like we had to. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I appreciate that. So <laughs> you're saying that because... Jerry felt like the NFL. This is all. This is all opinion. This is all thought. No, 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 no. no. I right. Of so course. I think. Let me clarify. We thought. Most of us thought that 
with the, the issues that he was having with the NFL Goodell, and Goodell, yeah. because of Zeke being gone, he had to play into the fact that, or it was being played into the fact that our season was lost because Zeke was suspended in the middle right. of the season. And the locker room didn't feel like it was lost. We, we was felt lost. like we had the same type of personnel. Right. Obviously, Zeke is Zeke. Like He's a great running back. Sure. I'm not saying like Alpha Morris and Zeke are the same guy, but Alpha Morris is a proven all-pro back that has rushed for 1,600, you know, 1,700 yards in the season. So we were saying like, yo, like give him the ball just like you give Zeke the ball and then we're going to run the offense the same. But the first three games, we weren't doing that, and we lost. And we we're like, yo, like y'all are like playing into like all this. Zeke the stuff. narrative, like, we yeah. Don't need, we got guys, like you know, we have players. Our team really hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of guys were frustrated with that during the season. And obviously, we couldn't speak out and say anything. But I'm a free agent, so I can't mm, spill some tea. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, speaking of you being a free agent and you said that you wanted more opportunities, do you think that you will be in Dallas next year? Would you like to be in if, Dallas if, next year? If they consider me a starter coming back um, from week one, yeah, but if not... Is there any hmm. destination that interests you? There's a lot of destinations with you know young quarterbacks that don't seem like they have a, a big wide receiver core that I've been looking into, but it's always about team interest. You know, it's not... You know, it's, it, metaphorically, it's not the girl I want. It's going to be the girl that likes me just as much as I like her, right? So um, that's how free agency works, and we'll see. Wow. Adam. <laughs> Adam <laughs> At me, bro? Adam. 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 Yeah. Oh, some of the teams? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of California teams that have... Mm. They have good, you know, they have mm. you know, good young quarterbacks. Interesting. Or good offenses. I mean, I is, used to play is, for is one, is one of the California teams have a particularly handsome quarterback? I don't know. That's a, that's a, <laughs> you know? Uh, Jimmy, G. Jimmy, G. Jimmy G. Oh, yeah. yeah Jimmy, Jimmy GQ. GQ? Yeah. That's what they call him out here? <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of teams that have quarterbacks. And I, I'm... I'm Kind of a California guy. I went to school here. Right. Um, so um, I definitely wouldn't mind being back on the West Coast. Well, let's talk about the playoffs then. Uh, this weekend, there was a, well, last week, there was a, a big story about the Patriots uh, and the turmoil in New England. And uh, they're going to play the Titans this weekend, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I, I don't even believe will be safe for work. Like, I don't know how they're going to be able to air that on a, like, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be bad. But uh, a Titans player, Kevin Byard, called out Brady, said he wants to make him look like Blake Bortles. Uh, we'll get to Blake Bortles in a second, but uh, what do you think about uh, Tom Brady in general, and wh what do you think about this, their, their playoff run this year? Like, because I, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I don't care what article came out. I don't know if what they, I heard about it. I don't know if it's true. Um, being a player, a uh, competitor, I wouldn't, I don't think what they said about like the Tom Brady, Jimmy G thing was probably far-fetched mm -hmm. just because like I know Tom is a competitor and I know he probably knew as long as Jimmy G was behind them, they might, that's how football works. Right, they'll, but it kind of implied, it kind of implied that he was getting uncomfortable with the situation, like he kind of forced him out as opposed to like beat him out. That's that's yeah, that that's can happen though. That can happen in pro sports. You got a guy like Tom Brady. You you think Kobe Bryant hadn't got dudes kicked off the team? Well, of course, but I mean, uh, but like it, it makes it makes it, it has the feeling of softness to it. 
Yeah, which I is, mean, it's going it, to come. Which, which is Tom Brady's issue. Yeah, it'll come. It could. It could come down to that. But at the end of the day, he's going to come down as one of the best quarterbacks ever played, and and he played in the sport of football. So the softness, that softness, is not going to really be that big of a deal, right? You know, because at the end of the day, he's playing a very tough sport, and then he did it at the, probably the highest level any quarterback has done it in the game. Um, so that that'll be a small wrinkle that probably would never be talked about down in the road. <laughs> Do you have a problem with uh, Kevin Byer calling Tom Brady out? No. Um, I mean, he's a competitor. He he hopes that he can make Tom Brady look like... Like portals. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. He he hopes that he can. And if he does, they have a chance to win the game. So, like, th- that's what he wants to do. That's what he wants to do. It didn't mean that's what's going yeah. to happen. No, I want to be a billionaire. But that's... Yes. That's yeah. what he wants to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't have no problem with him. He's trying to get, he's probably trying to hype himself up, get himself ready, you know. I love trash talk. I love it. But yeah, Tom the Brady, one you guy say, I'm yeah. not talking trash about is Tom Brady. That's but all I'm the saying. The thing with Tom though, obviously I'm an offensive guy, but you know, you have meetings as a team. If you hit him enough times. Yeah. Yeah. I know so if they, can get, if they can get after him, you know, it might be it, You know what kind of reminded me of when I heard this quote? Was uh, Ashley's gonna hate this? My producer's gonna hate this. She hates Baker Mayfield. When uh, oh. when Baker Mayfield was at, at, at the coin toss and the, and the little mm. kid from Kansas dissed him, and everyone was like, "Oh, we about to drop a hundred on him, <laughs> right quick. It's about to be bad." That's, that's how I feel. Yes. Did that's he how do you that? And he killed him that game. Oh, killed him. Cooked him. Cooked yeah, him. Baker does seem like one of those guys. Cooked him. Um, He's fiery. It's probably a little too fiery, though, for a quarterback. Speaking of Blake Bortles, the Jaguars are going to play the Steelers uh, yeah, in Big Ben this weekend. Didn't go so well for the Steelers last time they played them. Mm-hmm. Ben had the worst they game didn't. of his career, five yes. interceptions. Yes. Um, but what what chance do you give? It's a little – this is different stakes now. Um, and there's some trash talk going on here, too, uh, in this game. What chance do you give Two the Jags against the Steelers this weekend? Two things. I think the Steelers will win, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags do. And, and the only reason why I'll say that is because their defense is fire. Yes. And when you, especially in the playoffs, if you can have a good defense, like that, you know, if you can win a game 6-3 in the playoffs, you won a game 6-3. It don't matter if the offense look good or not. No, it don't matter if Blake Bortles threw two, three picks or, you know, everybody wants to always kick him. You know, it doesn't matter. If that defense play well and they barely win, if they win 5-4, to four, can that happen? <laughs> and they went five to four. Bla- they, hey, yeah, yeah. Jack, the Jags move on, and that's all you need. That's right. all you want to do. Um, but my second thing is experience. Blake, you know, I watched him play the other day. Blake hasn't played in a playoff game. I think he got his jitters out. I think he had he was a little jittery last week. Um, but. Ben Roethlisberger has been here how many times? You know, how many times has he been? He's won two Super Bowls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and then last year they were close, and I feel like they could have probably gave Tom a run for their money if Le'Veon Bell didn't get hurt um, in that in that uh, AFC Championship game last year. So I, I, I'm going with Pittsburgh. I don't know if my man A.B. is going to be back. Right. Um, I know he's going to be on the field, but I don't know if A.B. is going to be back. Mm. Um but I think even with him or without him, I think they can still win. Um, but, I mean, Jags have a great defense. They get out to the quarterback. The Jags defense, is, is, it's making me uncomfortable, the comparisons that they continue to make to the Ravens defense. Back when Ray, Ray Lewis and them Yeah, played? it's making me uncomfortable. Well, I mean. Because it's, it, I, I can see it as like similar scenarios, 
but it's just I'm just not ready. To this is the only thing about so, this ready. is the only I'm thing about ready. comparisons. I, listen, I, lo- I love I love the Jags defense. The, like Calais is amazing, and uh, and they're great. But like eh, they won't be. They, you can't compare them. Like this is my thing about comparisons. My dad played. Your brother played. Like you've been around the sport, right? Sports. Period. So. My thing about comparisons are the thing the comparisons don't matter until they prove that they are right. who they think they are. So if the Jazz go to Super Bowl win, you can compare it to the, you know, but right now you can say, okay, yeah, they are Ravens-esque, right? right. But until then we can't Esque. really we can't really we're not we're not gonna give them the the crown until they do something. Right. I like that. Ravens esque. We're gonna take some questions with Bryce in just a second and we'll get to the emoji game. Also, I forgot to say that at the beginning of the hang. I'm sorry. Um, all right. Well, quickly before we take some questions, what is your Super Bowl prediction? I got Patriots yeah. Saints. I got an old old dude Super Bowl. Old dude Super Bowl? Nah. Mm. No? Nah. See, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out what I think from the NFC. Right. The NFC was so, you know, the AFC is kind of like a communist nation right now. You know what's what. <laughs> um, the NFC is more like you really don't know who's going to come out. My one of my really close friends, Latavius Murray, plays for the Vikings now. Um, so I would love to see him go to the uh, mm. the Super Bowl. And their defense is good, and Case Keenum has played well. Yeah. Adam, okay, Th- don't speak with your heart, speak with your gut. Adam Thielen is a beast. But I honestly think the the team, the scariest team out of the NFC, is the Falcons. What? Uh, huh? I mean, look, it's it's. It, come on, come on! They're hungry. I they, can't. I can't. I'm from Atlanta, so like I'm not. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I can't handle back to back at the Falcons Super Bowl. I, I don't it, care it, if they I, go. I don't know if the industry can survive this place. I don't okay? care if they go. <laughs> we, we, uh, but but did it's you, bad did, enough. It's in Minnesota. Okay, I mean, if, we're, but, if we're keeping it question, real, right? Question: Did you think that the Rams were going to beat the Falcons at all before the game? No. Okay. Do you think Philly is going to beat the Falcons? Uh, no. no okay. No. Okay. Okay. So now we're in the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So say the say your boy, mm-hmm. Drew Breesy, Vicks Vapor Up, goes <laughs> to the NFC Championship and plays the Falcons. They already lost. I mean, I know they, they split this year. They're not gonna beat the Falcons. I don't know. I think I think they can. You're right. Can. You're right about that. I, I I think that they will. I'm gonna go with that because honestly, I can't feed. I can't give this any more energy. We can't survive two back-to-back Falcons Super Bowls. We just can't do it. It can't happen. It can't happen. I'm sorry. I, they did terrible to, to last the, year. The two Migos, the Falcons Migos were fans upset. that are watching right now. I love you dearly, but it's just we we can't. I mean, we just can't have it. We got we got to mix it up. Well, where was it? The Super From a last purely year? business Houston? standpoint, Houston. trust me when I say this. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> we don't want that. I, yeah, yeah. Money we, wasn't being made. We don't, we don't, we don't want that. Um, but that's what, that's what you think. You think it's the Falcons? I think, yeah. I think if, if my percentages were weighed out, the Falcons would have the highest. I mean, could you imagine? All right. Well, if that's the truth, I mean, the Patriots are just, they're, that's a that's, I mean. Well, hold on. You want to talk about hold psychological advantage? Hold on now. Hold on now. It won't be a psychological advantage. They'll be hungry. Hungry, Joy. Hungry. <laughs> if they get the same team, Joy, come on. Deshaun Watson, yeah, that's Alabama. Same team. Deshaun Tom Watson, Brady, Alabama. Tom, Tom Deshaun Brady, Watson. Tom Brady going to walk in naked. He's going to walk in <laughs> some slippers. Like. Nick Saban walked in naked the second time he saw Deshaun. And Deshaun was like, what? <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know about come that. Come on now. What? Both of you guys are right. They won't make the they won't <laughs> both right. Both right, right. I mean, I don't know. But 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 
I didn't say who I thought was coming out the, the AFC yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said it was a communist nation. But yeah, but it's the it's the two it's a, it's a two head though. Right. We got Pittsburgh and we got Tom. Look, I'm I'm from Pittsburgh. I, Pittsburgh. I would love to see. The, I, I would love. Pittsburgh yeah, and I, England, Pittsburgh yeah. I would love to see the Steelers in the Super Bowl. I just think that, I mean, Tom just owns. He owns the Steelers. If AB is healthy, if AB is healthy by the time they play Tom, they're going. They're going. Okay. Well, I like that more. You heard it here first. That's more interesting. Heard it here first on the Hey. All right, let's take some hey, questions. Facebook Live. Uh, this is from Theo. Are we Are we prepared for this question? Are you ready? Huh? Oh yeah. yeah. You ready? Got you. you got me. All right. So don't play no music from your phone, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need to have like a. I see the JBL. Brandon needs a speaker. His phone is low. Okay. Oh, so this is from now? Theo. Yes. What do you think of Cole Beasley's new rap? Nobody can hear that. Oh, um, it's that's it. It's new. It's I know it. It's uh. It's new to y'all. It's not new to me. Okay, that's it. Yeah, we, we've heard enough. We've heard enough. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Cole, Cole, Cole's rap. What's it called? Eighty stings. Eighty stings. You know, Cole bees, bees, whatever. Um, bees is a, a really good lyricist. Uh, he's ever since I've came to the team, I've known him to be a rapper. Um, he raps in the locker room. No, he's so he's a guy that's kind of like quiet with it. He he doesn't want everybody to know. He didn't want everybody to know. He's made a lot of songs that he's released under Elias mm. that he couldn't put his name on being a pro athlete. Uh, so he has some stuff that he's had out already. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I DJed for a while, so I played his music at clubs and it and it went well. Um, What's your DJ name? Uh, DJ Duffelback. Mm -hmm. International Duff or ID for short, don't get it wrong. Duff and Post. Duff and Post. Hashtag. Hashtag. Okay. All right. So, um, I appreciate you. So, um, yeah, so I, you know, a lot of us know that he's made music for a while. So, this year. Wait, so how 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 do his, how do his songs received in the club? Oh, great. Because they were like club type songs. Like, you know, like what you hear now, like the foolishness, right? What? It was like crazy. It talked about, you know, having fun, popping, but, you know, he had that, so he didn't want to put his name on it because he was like. Because he isn't, I mean, he's a grown man. He can pop bottles. Well, he to. yeah, he can, but like, you know, you can't talk about certain things as a as a professional athlete. Oh my God. You can't. <laughs> All right. I mean, we're, we're, about to do, we're about to do the deep dive into the YouTube okay. after this. Okay. I need oh, to you're not going to find it. What do you mean? You won't, you won't find it. It's not under his name. You're not going to find it. The only way you'll find it is if I told you the name and I'm not, because I, I protect my guy. I mean, the internet is. You're not going to find it. I, I, you're, not, you're not going to find it. They're strong with this. You didn't know Cole Beasley was a rapper until he released this song. So how do you think you're going to find something else? Uh, first of all, I'm a woman. I'm going to find anything at any time. Uh, okay, give me the phone. Give me five minutes, all right? All I need right. complete silence. I'm on it. All right. All right. I, so, I, so I'll, I'll give you a hundred. Let's be serious. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Let's be serious. They should just replace the whole FBI with, with, with women. women and be done. Everything will be solved. What's the I, problem? I'll give you a hundred dollars if you can There's find her name. It. What, you need her address? Hold on. Let me just get on LinkedIn real quick. <laughs> there you go. Y'all hear me. I'll right, give her a hundred on camera if she can find it. I mean, I don't have time for that today, but um, but I would find it though. Don't I have no doubt about that. Marcus uh, took a look at your Instagram. Okay. You're friends with Steph Curry. Yes, my dog. How does that happen? Uh, I, I used to play in Oakland Bay Area. Our stadiums are connected. We park in the same parking lot. Uh, 
So a lot of... So you're a Warriors fan? Oh, big Warriors fan. Did you grow up a Warriors fan? No. So I'm from Atlanta. Um, we don't really have a great history of sports uh, in our town. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was growing up, the Hawks, uh, Josh Childress was there. Um, Boris Diaz was a point guard. So <laughs> let's just skip right. that. No one's judging you. No yeah. one's judging you. I get that a lot. Like, you're from Atlanta. How are you a Warriors fan? Oh, really? No. So let's talk about the Hawks when I grew up. Yeah. Right? No judging you for that. Okay. So, uh, and the only reason why I had some type of like for the Falcons is because my dad played for them. The only team out of Atlanta that I can say I'm a fan of is the Braves because they have a history of right. being good. I'm not going to like losers. So you're a front so, Huh? So you're a front runner. I don't care what you want to call it, <laughs> but I, I I would really just say that I'm more of a fan of their team because I know most of the players. Right, it. yeah, yeah. So um, I just support them. I know Steph, uh, I've known Andre Iguodala since I was in college, um, you know, Clay, all those dudes, Draymond. Like, I know, like, we've done dinners together, broke bread, yeah. hung out, you know, wives know each other, you know what I'm saying? So um, when I was up there, like a lot of my close friends were in the same circle as them, so we would end up doing a whole bunch of stuff together. And then you, you know, you get to like people, and then you're like, well, I want to support them. So. Did you play basketball growing up? Yeah, I was really a better basketball player than I was. Football. I had to stop playing basketball so I could actually get good at football. We can. I can. Can I phone a friend? Can you phone a friend? Can I phone a? You were you were we gonna. Room, we room together in all America. Yeah. Can I can I phone a friend? No, I believe you. My my, my brother says the same thing though. Cause he he still will play, but Cal was better at basketball. Like, I mm. uh, yeah. Were you? I wasn't. Cause you play good. you play for pro football now. I feel like you made the right choice. Um, well, I don't I, know, I believe man. The money, the money. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You rethink that ever? I can like yeah. I can like average seven point five points a game and make twenty million. Yeah. Mm. Does it bother you the the like control? Let's take the money aside because obviously they have the guaranteeing contracts and all that. It's like a better situation. But the 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 power and the influence that NBA players have over the league, and obviously the league went through a lot this year with that. Um, does that is that a thing amongst NFL players? Like, I don't want to call it jealousy, but is that something that you guys notice and like actively think about? Yeah, we notice it, um, but well, at least for me, I know that NBA is totally different. Right. It's ran different. Um, Could you ever see the NFL being like no, that? No, no, because it. No. <laughs> because of the owners, because of. No. no? Okay. The shield. The shield. Yeah. You, no. Well, to me, I just think that the NFL needs to empower uh, players to have the per like show their personalities no. and be more of a no. Not happening. Okay. Oh, I'm not saying it's necessarily going to happen. I'm just saying that that's what should happen. Yeah, it will be great, but it's not. No. Okay. <laughs> this from David. Three years ago today was Dez's no catch at Lambo. What? Well, oh, this is the question. Was it a catch? But I'm gonna remix it. What is a catch? Oh. Does the NFL know what a catch is? No, not all the time. Was that a catch? Um, I wasn't on the team then, and I would tell you I didn't. I I was glad it wasn't. Okay, but was it a catch? Um, as a receiver, I would have been very pissed if they didn't give it. So it was a catch. In my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion, what he did was it was a catch. But based off their ruling, it's kind. Forget it's really the rule. Thin. Like, really what thin. is a catch? It's really thin because, like, 
as receivers now, we know that if we're going down to the ground, you have to control the ball, right? Right. When he caught the ball, he was like, and he would probably tell you different. Like he was, like he was running. Like he, he was, was going, running. He took two steps. Yeah, but he was going down to the ground. Like you know how, like when you're running and you're falling and you're like still like trying to like stay up, but you're not, and you know it's you right. Know, you know gravity is taking like, hold of you. He was falling. So based off the rules, is not if if I was calling a game like in the backyard, it's a catch. So do you like the rule then? Because the th same a similar thing happened. I would love the, the Steelers rule. game and everyone was I would out. love the rule if it. To me, I feel like the rule seems conditionally. It seems conditional. Like it really seems like they try to make a crazy call and say it's not a catch if it's like to win the game. Mm -hmm. But if it was like first quarter, right, it's a catch. So they call it like that. The tight end, the tight end from Pittsburgh. Yeah, the Pittsburgh, that's the a Pittsburgh. touchdown. Yeah, it is. I'm kicking the ref and I'm kicking him. I'm getting the fine. <laughs> I'm kicking him. You ruin you ruin my statistics, so you ruin money. Well, also, yeah, the, like, the, the game is on the line there, too. And the game's on the line? Influential, yeah. Yeah, I'm kicking him. That was a catch. Like, I was like, whoa. Like, he caught the ball, like, standing up. Yeah, but and, like, to turned the, around, but according and I to the rule, like, that's not... No, that's, according to the rule, that's a catch. No, according to the rule, it's not a catch. He wasn't falling. He caught the ball on standing straight up on two feet and then... And, Turned around, like it made a football ball. I mean, move. we're saying the same thing. I agree with you that it was a catch. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with he you. He made a football move to the end zone. I, like, I remember I was like, that was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, I agree. All right, let's do the emoji game. You use emojis? Are you an emoji guy? Yeah, I'm a certain emoji guy. Certain emoji. I don't guy. use this one. You've never been sad? Those need to express a sad be. emoji? I use these sometimes. All right, so we only have time for two of these. So we're going to start with Blake oh. Bortles. Okay. Uh, Shannon Sharp had a very good suggestion for Blake Bortles. Prison rules, I agree. Blake just needs to go out and smack somebody, get his respect back, because they're talking crazy about Blake lately. Yeah, they, they, really always, are. they have always talked about him. Crazy. Yes. So Blake said um, he was asked about his about the criticism and silencing his haters, uh, which I'm in that camp. Sorry, Blake. Just not believing you. Uh, he said it'll probably never stop. There's people who think LeBron James sucks. So if that happens, I'm sure there will always be people who think that I suck. First of all, Blake, no one thinks LeBron James sucks. Literally, Some people do. no, people don't think LeBron James sucks. People don't like LeBron James. Yeah, people don't like people LeBron, don't think but LeBron nobody sucks. thinks LeBron sucks. If you say LeBron sucks, you're that's, like, mm, that's, yeah, that's true. okay, like, I'm uh, not a big, your credibility is like this. I'm not shaky. a big LeBron guy, but I think he's the best player in the game. Um, I'm going to go with this one. Ah! Oh, our emoji died. Mm. Wearing this one out. All right. I'm going with this emoji, Blake. No one thinks LeBron sucks. I do like that he is, uh, <laughs> I do like that he's standing up for himself, though. Yeah, we got to keep 100, baby. Yeah? Jesus died on the cross. <laughs> what? He did. Jesus died on the cross. Somebody yeah. put him up there, right? So Blake So everybody is got haters. LeBron and hey, Jesus. keep it 100. Yeah. No, I didn't say Blake was him, and I don't think Blake said he was LeBron. Mm -hmm. I think he went up a higher caliber and just said, if I'm here and LeBron's here, why, why wouldn't I expect it any different? So he's keeping it 100. He is, okay, I, I, I'm with you on that. But I really just, like, it's a good solve, Shannon's suggestion. Just go out and smack somebody. Yeah, you Get do. your respect back. Run You're big enough. Over. He's big enough. Yeah, he is. He's like, he's yeah. a big dude. Yeah, just go, out there and, just go out there and take it. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Malcolm Jenkins called Julio Jones premier receiver in the league. He said you always want to keep him in front of the defense. He's going to make catches. He's going to make plays. He's the premier receiver in this league. What do you think about that? Um... Uh, I wish we had more emojis. Can I pull my phone out? 
Um, yeah, well, you know what? We had a bunch of emojis and it just became like a stack. It was too much. And it was too much. Yeah. Okay. I'm going with 100 and I would use another emoji like the. Because uh -huh. he, he's hitting them with the. Showing them too much praise and kind of like uh, relaxing them a little bit. Yeah. And they're going, you know, so I know how football works. And he's telling the truth, but then some of it's like. Yeah, let me make him feel good about himself, and then. But I, I don't think Julio is that type of guy. He came out with us. Uh, so is it Julio or Antonio Brown? It depends on what you want. So you can't pick like one one A. It, it I, like since they're so different in stature and stuff and their game style, it really depends on what you want. I uh, I would go with Antonio Brown, but I'm probably being biased there. If but... you like, I think. If you want a guy that's going to catch over 100 balls a year, you know, typically going to be healthy, A-B. Um, if you're going for a guy that's like, I just want a freaking physical specimen that can go out here and catch me 85 balls and just dominate, oh, Julio. Well, maybe we will get a Julio-Antonio Brown Super Bowl, according mm. to you. It's a possibility. That's right. Yeah, although I'm hoping, I'm just only hoping for the that Antonio side. That would be freaking good, though. Uh, Atlanta, I can't do it two years ago. I can't do it. But I agree. No, 